0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, James D. Anderson. At I J.D. Anderson, welcome back to another episode of the Be Great With Your Money podcast. I'm your host, I'm your facilitator of what we talk about here, everything about business, money, capitalism, and finance, to make sure that you are actually being great with your money. And in this episode, guys, we're going to talk about mindset and money. I'd rather be bro- All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. And I kind of got inspired to do this episode today because I've always given out technical details of how people can actually be great with their money. You know, different ways they can invest, different ways they can budget, different ways that they can go out there, reduce their taxes. But I never took a step back and actually focused on why individuals do it in the first place. And what I found as I've been talking to my teammates, business partners, clients that I've helped and just overall people that we're talking about with money. It's the why that drives people to do all those tactful things that we speak about here on this podcast. So this podcast in particular is going to be talking about mindset. And, of course, we're going to throw some other tips and strategies and things in there. But it's going to be talking about how do you get your mindset right around your money. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I got a saying that's 100% true. When you shift your mindset, you start shifting your income. And when you shift your income, you start shifting your wealth. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. But, of course, let's start it off with a quick financial stat. Now, the numbers on this stat is actually not going to sound too great but I'm actually very proud because the numbers are actually better than what they've been in the past couple of years and here's what it is millennials right now we only got about 46% of millennials actually scrambled to cover their bills if their check was actually withheld and we got about 31 percent of millennials right now are actually starting to save for retirement. So my theory is, is now as millennials are actually starting to get a little bit more of age, they're starting to do those adult things with their money and being more responsible. The numbers are still staggering, but man, it was like in the teens and in the 20s for a long time as far as millennials putting money aside for wealth, and it was huge. I mean, it was... The, the millennials that was living check to check the check and scrambling, if they didn't get their check, it was well over 50%. So now we're under 50% there. We got 30% more um, now to actually going out there and get it done and being great with their money. So I'm super happy. The numbers are still terrible. But hey, we're making progress. So congrats to all the millennials out there that's taking the information and doing things they want to do. So let's jump into the topic, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about how to get committed to your finances and how to get committed to them today with mindset. See, many people struggle With having a why as to what it comes with finance. And what you want to do is ask yourself this question in the first person. The first thing is, is why do you want to be financially successful? What is it? What's that? What is it that's going to drive you? What is it that's going to get you moving? What is it that's going to put you in the, 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 just catapult you to the financial stratosphere? What is it that is going to be today? That's one thing that we have to start talking about. See, let me guys, let me give you a comparison and you'll kind of understand what I'm saying. See, when individuals identify a health goal, there's always a why behind it. You have many people out here that's, you know, become a vegetarian, not eating meat anymore, not eating processed foods. And their big why is they just do not want to die early. They don't want diabetes. They don't want to have cancer. They want to look better, feel better. They want to look better for their spouse. want to look better for themselves. They want to be stronger. They want to have, you know, they want to stop smoking in order to play with their grandchildren. It's a huge why behind it. But when it comes down to finances, a lot of times we just say, okay, we need the budget. We know we need to do it, but what's our why behind it? And that's what you want to ask yourself If you, right now, if you listen to this episode Take a quick second, take a quick pause Jot it down on your phone, do something But identify what your why Is on why you want to be financially successful And please, ladies and gentlemen, I know Generational poverty is a great answer That a lot of people throw out there, but why Generational poverty? Just don't say generational Poverty, define why, just don't Define just to have a lot of, just don't say Just to have a lot of money and to have financial Freedom, why do you want to have a lot of freedom Why do you want the financial freedom? Why do you want to have a lot of Define specifically what your why is. Just to give you guys a glimpse into what my why is, is just personally for me. I don't like to have anybody telling me what to do or any or any regards. I like to live things on my own time. I want to do things my way, my say, and I want to have all the resources behind us so where nobody can tell me absolutely what to do. And that's my drive and why, of course, to provide great for my wife, great for my family, generational poverty, all that good stuff in there. But my why what the deep core down is when you got your finances in order, nobody can tell you what to do. When you're winning and you're all set up and you got money in the bank, nobody can tell you what to do. That's when you put yourself in a position where you can start making choices and decisions based upon what you have because you have the fuel behind it. So go ahead and define that and let's get it done because that's going to help. Really move you, ladies and gentlemen, and give you the motivation. It's going to give you the 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 push behind it, what you need. It's going to remind you, you know, when you're when you're knee deep paying off debt and you don't have a lot going on or you do you, you're cash strapped, but you're actually building wealth, you're investing. And that's what's going to help propel you. It's going to be that. Why? So here's what I want to share real quick. And this is actually an article I find that came out on um it came out in Money Magazine. So if you guys read Money Magazine, and it was actually uh July 31st, so it went into the August issue. When it was written, but it said I paid off thirty thousand dollars in ten months, and here's how I became debt free. And I'm not going to read the whole article, but I do want to at least kind of paraphrase through a couple things for you guys. And one key thing it said it says debt is a struggle for a lot of us. We go to school, we take out student loans, we buy a car, finance, you know, finance the uh, purchase, we book a sweet vacation, put it all into our credit card, then we always end up wondering how we got into the mess we're in. We we get that, but here's some of the key things that I thought was was Powerful in this particular article. This young lady said, "I decided to pay off my debt as quickly as possible. We're working two jobs: staff, accounting by day, nail take on night on weekends. I also decided to reduce my expenses down to the bare bones budget, meaning I didn't budget for dining out, Starbucks, you know, all that stuff like that." She said, "You know, the plan was simple. It wasn't easy. But she said, working seventy hour, eighty hours a week was rough, and there was days that I absolutely felt that I deserved my fancy coffee." But listen, what I did, it helped me pay off my entire $30,000 in 10 months. So what I love is when she started diving into some of the ways that she reminded herself of her why. One thing that she did, she said she actually taped her budget to her debit card. She said she created a budget in a sale and then scaled it down so it was closer to the size of the debit card. Then she printed it off and actually taped it to the front of her card. She said it sounds weird, but it worked because when you take your budget on the front of the card, it reminded her of her financial goal Every single time she looked to spend some money. And then the second thing is anytime she wanted to purchase something, you physically have to remove your budget from your card. And you do that just a few times in a day, you'll find that it actually be annoying. So one of the things that she wanted to do was that she wanted to get off the financial stress, right? She wanted to get off the financial burden of being crippled with debt because she knew that overall, that she couldn't succeed financially and where she needed to go. So I find that it's kind of tactful, but I find that it's just like, wow, I never actually thought of that myself. Say, why don't you just tape your budget right on top of your debit card to remind yourself and what you're trying to do. And I think that's great because it's putting you back into the mindset, putting you back into the the idea where you're going to go. These short mental hacks, mindset hacks that people are doing to get themselves moving. I mean, that's just awesome right there, ladies and gentlemen. Another thing that she said, I love it, is another quick mindset hack. She said that she actually um, stopped subscribing to all the promotional emails. She said it didn't matter if she got a great coupon. She made sure that she unsubscribed from all the emails that was enticing her to buy. And she... She went to different websites like unroll.me so she can ascribe, unsubscribe from emails and just get it done so she's not being advertised to. She's not seeing the promotion. She's not seeing the sale. She's not seeing the come in by now, which that is is superb because it's like she's removing herself. She's, she's getting her mind away from enticing her to spend money. That is so awesome right there. And then one of the last things she talked about is – is one of the, really, it's very simple, but I think it's awesome. She said that she got obsessed with podcasts and YouTube videos. And here's the direct quote. said, there's a lot of power in feeding your mind positive message that supports your financial goals. When I was paying off debt, I would sit in my cubicle with the home homebrew coffee in hand, and listen to Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, Robert Kiyosaki all day. Hashtag Be Great With Your Money podcast was also on that list there. I apologize that it didn't get into print, but I'm telling you guys right now, and their voices played in my ear constantly. Whatever your focus on, Get whatever you focus on gets improved. It is true that our minds as well need to be fed. I found that being obsessed with bettering my financial life kept me focused. It also provided a sense of community while I paid off my debt. She says that Dave, Susie, and Robert, and James, and I am JD Anderson became my unofficial mentors. It helped me stay focused on my financial plan. Listen, this is all, and when I read this article, it doesn't have a lot of I paid five hundred bucks on this, and I paid a thousand bucks on this, and I made ten dollars an hour here, and I made forty thousand dollars a year here. It's just very simple mindset hacks to keep her mindset focused on what it is that she's absolutely trying to do. And ladies and gentlemen, that article is great. You guys can go out there and search it. Just search it if you want to read it. I love it because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about. What we have to do. So we've already stated that our foundation has to start with our why. Why do we want to be financially successful? What do you envision? Is it that you want to be your own boss? Is it that you want to have more time with your children? I mean, that's a great driving why. If you have children, I mean, providing the life for them that you want them to have, making sure that they don't want or need anything, that's a humongous why. One why of a young lady that I actually talk to and and work with on a regular basis with her money is that her why is that she wants to take care of her mother because her mother's actually ill. I know it sounds like a cliche movie, but since her mother's ill, she can't get the insurance she needs for a pre-existing condition, Um, although, you know, legal terms, they're going through through with that with insurance. But obviously the, the, the treatment... You know, needs to happen now, but the courts are hanging it up. Whatever the case might be, but her why, her driving why to be financially astute is that she gets to take care of her mother. She gets to, she gets, every time that she thinks about making that purchase or investing that money or taking that money and doing what she's supposed to do with it, she got the mental picture of her mama being healthy in her mind. I mean, what kind of driving factor do you have in that? And overall envisioning it in yourself, envisioning it in your mind, if you heard it, if you can't if you can't perceive it, you can't achieve it. You have the power to get that done. And once you get yourself grounded in that, you're also going to get a couple intangibles that's going to come along with it. And here's just four, kind of quick things that you're going to actually get when you define your why. And I'm going to break those down to you just straightforward for you. Number one, when you define your why, you're absolutely going to become aware of your financial situation. You're going to become really aware, like really, really, really aware. You're going to know exactly where you're at. But then number two, what's going to end up happening, you're going to actually accept what it is. See, once you become aware, you might not really believe it, but when you define your why and do you know that why is so big, you're gonna then have to accept absolutely what it is. And that's an awesome time to be in because it can do two things for you. It can build you up, it can make you mad, it can make you sad. It can make you move faster. It might even make you move slower in some regards. But when you accept what it is, you're going to then get into a stage where you start welcoming change. That's number three. So you defined your why. You Number one, you know what your financial situation is. Number two, you're going to accept what it is. But then number three, you're going to start welcoming the change. You're going to start looking at it from a broader perspective on a big macro level within yourself you're going to understand that change is going to have to happen and you're going to welcome it you're going to be searching out for those things to become creative you're going to start going into your bag of tricks that you need to do in order to become financially successful and of course great with your money and then lastly you're going to take action to it as fast as possible See, those are four straightforward things that's gonna happen when you define your why. And when I look at this list, when I broke it down, when I looked at it and said, well, this is what's gonna happen, I said, well, everybody who mostly fails in their budget and fails in their financial goals, they're probably missing a piece of this. And then it all traced back to, I bet you they didn't identify the why. Their why was, well, I know I need to increase my credit score. That's not big enough. Their why was, well, I know I need to save some money. Well, I know I need to stop spending so much money. Well, I know I need to stop buying so many shoes. Well, I know I need to start, you know, paying off this car. This not big enough. Yo, why have to be so big to where it almost scares you in what you're going to achieve? And that's where we're going with, ladies and gentlemen. We can give you all the tactics, all the strategies, all of the, the know-how, the one, two, threes, the four, five, sixes, the ten steps here, the five steps there, the four steps there. But without that, why? Without without this mindset, you're never going to get there. So that's the biggest takeaway I want you guys to take away from this episode right now. And here's a couple, here's one thing that I think that we need to really, um, it's very simple, but we really need to understand this. And it's just simply this. If you keep doing what you're doing with your money, then you're going to keep getting what you got with your money. So you have to start looking at it from that regard and really hold yourself accountable. When you hold yourself accountable, now you can actually have things start moving financially for yourself. And what I mean by that is that you don't have to go in the mirror and start cussing yourself out. Although sometimes in the mirror I have to cuss myself out. But you don't have to go that far. Don't worry about it. You know, whatever floats your boat. Maybe you talk to yourself in the shower. Maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror. Maybe it's you writing a letter to yourself. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. But we want to start talking about accountability and look at yourself as if you will look at somebody else. See, individuals, human beings, and especially when it comes down to success and money, we're quick, we're eager to judge on what somebody does with their money, with their business, with what they have going on. But we're so slow to look back at ourselves and judge ourselves. I mean, how many people got an opinion about what LeBron James did with his money with the school he just opened, right? But we don't take that same approach when it comes to us. So like I said, if you keep doing what you were doing financially and keep getting what you already got, And if that's not success, then you're going to have to change something. See, it's at a point to where we have to start internalizing our financial success. And I know... I know, ladies and gentlemen, I know, I know, I know this is probably sounding like one of them books talking about the law of attraction and the universe and stuff like that. And I know it seems a little bit preachy, but I want everybody to understand this because this is going to be like the first step. I'm almost kicking myself in the head. This should probably have been episode one than where we are at right now. So when we pull all this together, when we pull where we are at together, it's going to propel us to where we need to go. So now. Let's talk about some of the um, things that I believe that individuals can actually start doing right now to really, to really, to really, to really get get tremendously better with their money. Number one, you need to learn up to earn up. Learn up to earn up. You heard me say this before. Learn up to earn up. Learn up to earn up. And keep repeating that to yourself. I want you guys to affirm that within yourself. You got to say that you got to become better in order to be better. So you want to start consuming some information, whether it's books, podcasts, all those things that's going to help you be better with your money. That's going to help that's going to help you get your mindset focused on all the negative of all the negativity, of all the garbage that isn't helping you and push you in direction on focus on financial success. The second thing is here ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you really understand that the struggle is not real. A lot of people say the struggle is real, but remember I talked about these mindset hacks The struggle can be real, but it doesn't have to be your reality. The struggle can be real right now, but you're going to be changing. And that's what's going to help you move, 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 move. Overall you're going to have yourself in the best financial position you possibly can when you understand that the situation that you're in right now is not going to be your final destination. See, think about when you're traveling. If you're traveling to any city, right, you punch in the GPS, you know where you're going, you have directions, you, you, you know that you're going to get there. There's not a, if I hopped on the road right now to head to Atlanta, there's no shadow of a doubt that I would make it to Atlanta 10 hours from now you have to think about that the same way with your finances that there's no there's no difference on there's no way that you're not going to be successful with your money. So I want to throw that mindset hack in there. And here's the thing. Here's the thing ladies and gentlemen. When you actually stand up and say that you're going to be great with your money, guess what? You've already probably beat out 50, 60, 70% of the people actually out there when it comes down to financial success in that arena. Because most people don't stand up to make the change. They don't stand up to make the decision that they want to do something. They just say it is what it is. It's always gonna be like that. I'll never be rich. I'll never be successful. I'll never pay off any debt. I'm gonna have a Cardinal forever. I'm always gonna have these student loans. I'm just gonna let it ride. And nobody, nobody in my family have money, so I'm not gonna have money. All those things are just untrue. That's That struggle is real, but listen, it's not your reality. Last thing, what you guys want to do here, and I'm going to give you I'm, – I'm trying to stay away from the tactics, but I got to throw a few of them in there for you. This is what we can do. Um, One thing that you can do today, right now, get your mindset flipped, is look at your situation as if you was an auditor. And what I mean by that is imagine that you were an auditor of your life. Let's say, for instance, every quarter that you came in or every month you came in as an auditor, and you were to audit yourself financially. And it sounds silly, but I promise you, if you were to come in as if you was an auditor, hold that person accountable. See, imagine this. Imagine that you were, you gave somebody an allotted amount of money, okay? You gave them a lot of the amount of money in the, on a monthly basis. What would happen if they took that money and they squandered it? What would happen to them if they took that money and they did not do what they said they were going to do? You would be upset. So what you're going to do is you're going to become your own best auditor. You're going to come in, you're going to audit your expenses, audit your income, make sure the money is going to where it's going to go and it's not being spent silly, you know, frivolous and silly ways that it shouldn't be, and you're going to start going through line by line by line. You're going to almost beat yourself up internally, but what that's going to do is it's not, it might make you feel bad at first, but what it's gonna do is gonna give you fuel for the next month, the next quarter, however you do it, the next week, the next day. It's gonna give you the, the the motivation that you need to know that next time when I gotta look at where I'm at, I need to be in a better place. So take that for what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the way to get there. As I've said earlier, when you shift your mindset, you're gonna shift your income. When you focus on the money, when you focus on the success, when you focus on your why, it's going to take you to new levels. Let's stop trying. I'm trying to pay this car off. I'm trying to invest. I'm trying to save. Try is just another word for I did something, but I'm not going to be able to get it done. Let's focus on doing. I'm paying the car off early. I'm putting money into my investment account. I'm saving money. Let's speak it as actions that we're already doing. It's it's these little mindset hacks, it's these little mindset tricks that's going to help you be just overall be great with your money. It's these little things, it's the little intangible differences that separate people who are successful with financial success to those who just know tactics and strategies and read a bunch of books. It's these little hacks that you can use today to start making a change for yourself. I give you guys one kind of silly one, but one way that I save money on coffee is that I actually, instead of going to the stores and buying coffee, you know, the, the Starbucks and stuff every day, one thing that I actually do is I actually order single-origin blend coffee and make it at home. It's almost you get a different flavor. You get to get into the whole coffee snob culture, but overall, it's going to save you money, but it makes me feel a little better, so that's a little mindset hack because, I'm just tweaking it ever so slightly here and there. And then overall, I guarantee you that you're going to be in the best position. So the goal here, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new here, if this is your first episode, listen to the Be Great With Your, the hashtag be Great with your Money podcast. I want to make sure that you guys are, are with us, that you're following along with us, that you're getting your financial goals. And that's the key of what we do here on this podcast. Overall, people are not Winning financially. So, we're going to put everything that we can out there. We're going to hit it on all different angles so you can actually get done and start winning financially. So, that's it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's quick, it's short, it's straight to the point. It's not a lot of tactics, but it's those couple little tweaks that's going to overall help you out with where you're at with your money mindset, money, focusing on the things, doing those mental hacks how can you get it done? So let's do a quick recap. You want to define your why. Define your why. Define your why. If you didn't do it early when you heard me say it again, take the time right now. Get you something. Write it down. Put it on your phone. Define your why. Most people know they need to do something financially. Let's just say what it is. But most people don't have a strong enough why to keep them going. See, when I compared it to health, imagine if your physician told you that if you don't stop you know, drinking iced tea, you're going to be dead in three months. I mean, you'll throw all the iced tea away that you ever had in your house, okay? You got to have a why that's strong enough, that's compelling enough to get you going. Then the next thing is focus on those little, those little mindset hacks. Like I gave the example of the lady actually taping her budget to her debit card. So every time she went to go spend some money, she saw it. What are those little things? What are those little things that can help you stay on your path? Those little mindset hacks that can get you to where you need to go. See, when you move like that, you have no you have no choice but to be successful with your money. And then lastly, ladies and gentlemen, when you start getting your financial foundation of your why and what you're trying to get done. You know, you're going to move through kind of this acceptance phase, okay? You're going to become financially aware of your situation. You're going to know what it is and what you need to do, and you're going to become okay with that. You're going to start welcoming change. And then overall, you have the why, which then you're going to take action to it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you keep doing what you're doing with your money, you're going to keep getting what you got already with your money. we got to start changing. we got to start putting it forth, and we got to start using whatever fuel that we can do. And if that means mind hacking, mindset hacking, mindset tweaking, waking up in the morning, speaking differently, speaking affirmations, whatever it is, we want to put as much fuel behind us to get us to our goals. It's not all about tactics. Sometimes it starts with you with regards to your, with regards to your financial success. It starts with you. And I want to make sure that you guys are put forth and you got the best opportunity to be successful so I'm going to close with this, and then we're going to wrap it up. You have to look at your simple situation as simple as you possibly can, and you want to look at it, and you want to say what can be done differently, and then from there on your financial situation, start acting upon it. You start doing that, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be moving so that is another episode in the bag. It's your boy, James D. Anderson, at I am JD Anderson. Of course, you want to follow me on any social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. That's at I am JD Anderson. And this podcast, we bring to you business, money, capitalism, finance, everything that you need to do to be great with your money and I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are actually out there winning because the numbers are supporting it. So we want to welcome everybody here that's first time listeners, go back, check out some of the older episodes. You can get some of the tactics. You can get some of the the, the 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 strategy things there. But on this one, we want to focus on what your mindset is. So I appreciate everybody listening. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. That's another episode in the bag. My name is James E. Anderson, host and facilitator of the hashtag Be Great With Your Money podcast. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode. <laughs> This episode of the Be Great With Your Money podcast was brought to you by JDA Solutions, where strategy is how you win financially. Visit jda-solutions.com and click learn more for more information.